0: Hey everybody, it's your judge, John Hodgman, here to tell you that this week's episode was recorded live at the Historic Castro Theater as part of San Francisco Sketchfest. Fest. Ineke Fitzclark from Max Fund's own Minority Corner podcast joins us on stage, as well as our musical guest, the great Martin Luther McCoy. And wow, this episode is a wild ride. So if you're driving, I trust you're already buckled up, but if you're not driving, go into your car and buckle up and join us on stage now at the Castro Theater.
1: San Francisco, you've come to us, desperate for justice. And we're here at the Castro Theater to deliver it. Let's bring out our first set of litigants. Please welcome to the stage, Raya and Somali. Tonight's case, Bleach of Contract. Raya brings the case against her friend Somali. Somali thinks Raya should dye her hair. Raya is opposed. Who's right, who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom and delivers an obscure cultural
0: reference. Then I was in Saint-Tropez at a cafe and there was another woman with long white hair, very chic. She was very sexy. I said, okay, you're the third woman I've noticed who has white hair, so tell me, does it take courage to get your hair? And she said, no, it takes curiosity. Well, I needed male agreement, you know, and so I called my brother, who is 10 years older than me, and he said, at last, you accept your gray hair. Accept what? You accept your own beauty, he said. I like white hair. And I said, I thought men hate white hair. And he said, no, men hate women who hate themselves. Bailiff Jesse Thorne, swear them in. Raya and Somali, please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell
1: the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you, God or whatever. I do. Or whatever. Take this seriously, please.
2: <laughs> I do.
1: Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling despite the fact that what appears to be hair on his head is actually an optical illusion?
3: I do. I do.
0: Judge Hodgman, uh, you may be seated for an immediate summary judgment in one of yours favors. Can either of you name the piece of culture that I referenced as I rose up from my chambers? Uh, Raya, why don't you go first?
3: My barista from yesterday.
0: Your barista from yesterday. We've been following you.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drone surveillance has worked out. All right, I'll write that in the guest book. So, oh, you seem really prepared. Well, so, let, let, let the record show for those listening along at home that Somali has a book of a hundred guesses. I will. I will. A notebook of some kind. She's worked out a few of them. I'll admit them all. Go ahead, John. That's
1: the bestseller: a hundred things to guess on Judge John Hodgman before you die. <laughs>
2: Well my first guest is John Frieda uh, the British celebrity hairstylist.
0: Okay, I'll put that one in, John Frieda. Next guess.
2: Uh, my next <laughs> guess is a um a line from the popular musical Hairspray.
0: A line. From the popular, well, okay, Hairspray, I'll just write that down.
2: And my my third guess, I only had three. I I didn't get to the hundred. Uh, My third one is a line from the book, Mr. Penumbra's 24-Hour Bookstore by Robin Sloan.
0: By Robin Sloan, a very good book. Yes, Yes. that's a good guess. That's a total of one, two, three, four guesses. All guesses are wrong. (laughs) Why did you, but I'm very curious to know why you made those guesses. I mean, the John Frieda one, I I can understand Hairspray. Uh, Just this afternoon, I was having a little lunch uh, with my friend Jonathan Colton. I said, I do not have a cultural reference for this afternoon. He said, hairspray. I said, no way. Someone's going to guess it. That's why it's the Judge John Hodgman podcast, not the Judge Jonathan Colton podcast.
2: That's uh, that's why it was my first one, but then I threw it out. But since you said I could use multiple, I did.
0: And why? But why uh, uh, the the uh, Mr. Mr. Penumbra's? Yeah.
2: Um, because I recently finished it, and when I finished it, I read the back flap, and I saw that you had given it accolades. So I yes. figured <laughs> I uh, would mention the fact that you had reviewed shot, it and given it accolades.
0: Just a shot in the dark.
2: A shot in the dark.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No, no, all guesses are wrong. That <laughs> that quote is actually from Sophie Fontanelle who is a French journalist and Instagrammer who for the past uh, couple of years, uh, now, now she is fully gray, but she decided to go gray and wrote about it and documented uh, her going gray on Instagram and it, and it inspired a lot of people to reveal the their, their natural color of their hair as they got older. And I, Raya, for those of you uh, who are listening at home, you cannot see, uh, Raya has a, a, a beautiful hair that is a mix of gray and, and brunette Yes. Um, that, that It is un, uh, untreated at this time. I mean, I don't, I, I don't mean to. Basically, what's going to happen?
3: How uncomfortable can we make John? The main thing is,
0: <laughs> Somalia, you want Raya to dye her hair. Raya, you don't want to. And you did the right thing by coming to a straight white man. <laughs> <laughs> to decide what beauty is for you. So I'm going to listen to both sides, and then I'm going to decide uh, how you can look so that you have worth in my eyes. How does that sound?
3: Well, I figure that's historically accurate. Good idea. Yeah, right. This is how it was
0: always done, folks.
2: If if I may, Judge, Raya brought me here, so I really had no decision in this.
0: Ah, I see. So, Raya, you bring this case before me for justice. What is the justice that you seek?
2: I seek uh, that Somali stop
3: insisting that I dye my hair and accept that it is nice and beautiful and from now on, when she slips up, she has to do an about face and say something nice about
0: it. All right, you guys, first of all, are you friends? Yes, <laughs>
2: yes.
3: <laughs> uh, yes,
5: yes, and
2: I, I have physical proof of our friendship as What well. is the physical proof of she your friendship? She and I have matching tattoos.
0: Oh, <laughs> are they in a place where you could share them on on, yes. on stage or Absolutely. just a place where you could share them on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> on
2: stage.
3: On stage.
0: Well, let's get to it, please. Okay, we're, ankles are being revealed. I think, and I, I have to come around here, and the, it's a, <laughs> yeah. what, what there, was?
2: There's also a third person who has this tattoo as well. He's also a friend of ours, and, and in the audience. He was yelling? <laughs> yes.
1: It would be awesome if it was just like Spider-Man flipping the bird or something.
0: <laughs> what is your name? Yeller? Oh, yeah. Rabena? John Ribena. Ribena. <laughs> um Don't do that again. <laughs>
2: Also, judge, I'm married to him, so I, I can tell him what to do.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, so can I. <laughs> the three of you share a tattoo, yes. and I, I caught a, a glimpse of it upon your ankles, and it looked like bubble tea. Yep. Is yep. that what it was? Yes. And so, why do the three of you. What is your, what is your husband's name? Raphael. Raphael. Does he also have one on his ankle? Uh, yes. So why are you the three bubble tea musketeers? <laughs> How did this happen?
3: Um, so uh, we met when I first moved to California. Um, and Where so did
0: you, what part of Canada did you move from? <laughs>
3: uh, what Raphael calls Southern Canada. I, I moved here there from- There is only Southern Canada. Minnesota so- and Wisconsin.
0: There's Southern Canada and then the wastelands.
3: <laughs> uh, I moved here from Wisconsin and Minnesota where I grew up.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, oh! I see. Great. Right. Because I thought I heard a little a boot face in there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you moved to California and you met these guys. Yes. And um, like, who were much j- more
3: worldly and well traveled than I am. Uh uh-uh. oh. Um, and started introducing me to strange new things. Um, and one of the first things Somali did was take me to a Boba Tea place. Um, I'd never How had- did you meet?
2: <laughs> we met in college.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. You
3: don't so want to go more friends. in depth with that?
0: Oh, yes. oh, sorry, is there more of uh, a story We bonded
3: yet? over a tattoo to begin with.
0: Oh. <laughs> a, a tattoo that you do not have?
2: No, we, we both had tattoos when we met, and okay. she had had a tattoo for a while, and I had just gotten my tattoo, and hers is in a visible place, and I felt the need to show her my tattoo, which is not in a very visible place. Um, so she
3: pulled me aside to a bathroom and ripped down her pants and said, Welcome
2: to California! <laughs>
4: So Fantastic. Glad my mom doesn't listen to podcasts. What
1: were the other tattoos? <laughs>
0: well, one was pink a pink ribena. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: Mine's a sea turtle.
2: Mine is a heart with a star inside it.
0: And and these were the tattoos you had before the bubble tea.
4: Yes. Yes. Well, your taste well, is improving. I have what? Other
0: you're growing as people. I like that. There's
2: more tattoos before the bubble tea as well,
0: but okay. Yeah. Well, you, uh, how do you want to just go through? Do you have, have do you have them listed in your notebook?
2: <laughs> I do actually. Yeah, uh, please. I have, I, have, I have four total
0: give me the Im- um, All right, I know so about bubble tea. I
2: have the bubble tea. I know and about the heart, the, the swoopy heart with a star inside. Swoopy it. heart with a star inside and of it. And I have a large elephant on my back and oh. I uh, I have um, an Indonesian batik motif. It's a design from Indonesia.
0: Very nice. Yes. And do you expect you might get more tattoos in the future? Very likely. Like perhaps one of Judge Sean Hodgman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll see how tonight goes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It may be a punishment. You understand? That? <laughs> yeah, I understand. I think that probably would be a punishment. I okay. So, how long would you say you guys have been friends for? Um, '03. Uh, yeah,
6: 2003.
2: So okay. Yeah. Somebody
3: do the math. The bubble right. tea era.
0: <laughs> right.
2: The bubble tea era. Yes. yes.
0: And when did you start going gray? Right.
3: Oh, uh, well before I met Somali. I started going gray when I was probably 14 or 15.
0: Right. Okay. And did you dye your hair to hide the gray for a period for of time? Many, in your life? many years. Yeah. So when did you decide to start start stopping that? <laughs> Sorry.
3: Uh, probably about four years ago. We figured yeah, out. About four I just got years ago. sick of it.
0: Yeah. Well, and it looks great. Thank you. I mean, it, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to say this. You, I mean, you said that that Somalia is, was more worldly than you when you came here from Wisconsin. You look like a, a, a sophisticated world traveler. You look, like, you look extremely worldly and cosmopolitan compared to your friend over here with the...
3: I hide the redneck well.
0: And so, Somali, why are you upset that, that she is letting her hair be gray and trying to pressure her and make co- all these comments to get her to dye it again?
2: I should be clear, I, I'm not upset Per se, mm-hmm. I, um, I've i made passing comments here and there, maybe a little more frequently sometimes <laughs> than other times. But um, at the end of the day, I agree with you. She looks gorgeous right now. She's absolutely a beautiful, stunning woman. Um, I also know she looks absolutely smoking hot when she does dye her hair. I've seen her when she's dyed her hair, um, and it looks even more gorgeous. So um, I, I do want that for her. I feel that's... Uh, can be an empowerment. She's a very empowered woman, and I feel like that can be even more empowering when she does that. Um, I also feel she does a lot for a lot of people, her friends, her family, her co-workers, and I would love for her to do more for herself. And one way to do that is through self-care. Um, so that's another reason. And the third
1: reason you mean self-care is-
0: like putting a lot of chemicals in your hair? <laughs> <laughs> that you don't want to put there? <laughs>
4: because- yeah. For the benefit of others.
2: She, she puts chemicals on her face as well, and, and you know that happens—the lipstick, the blush, all that—and um, then also. You know, you
0: know that it's her body.
2: Yes, oh, <laughs> totally. absolutely, hundred percent. This is a hundred percent her decision. Yeah. All right. Um, and the <laughs> other. Th- it's understand-
1: actually now a hundred percent John's decision. <laughs>
2: Nope, this is true.
0: well no because that's not what's at stake here you want me to order Somali to stop making comments because why how does it make you feel when she says the, what kind of comments does she make first of all like what will she say while I you're mean out it's enjoying it's... bubble tea or
3: <laughs> it's much along the lines of what she was just talking about um uh, that I was so beautiful when I had my nice long dark hair and uh, me, she
0: misses that yeah let me just understand she's not a parent of yours, is she? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's not your mom.
3: No, but my mom's on her side. <laughs>
0: well, look, it's often a mom's or dad's or parent's prerogative to make uh, occasional or frequent or hourly undermining remarks. <laughs> that make you question yourself and your decisions because they have difficulty letting go of the total control they had of you originally. John, you and, know and my mom And to allow is... you to be a whole human being is to accept that they are going to eventually die and become dust. But
4: John, <laughs> yes. you know
0: my mom is here, right?
4: <laughs>
0: Am I wrong,
4: Jess's <laughs> mom?
0: So how does it make you feel when Somali says, makes these comments?
3: Um. It just throws me off because it's taken me a little while to get used to the grays um, and just kind of become comfortable in my own skin, which is something I'm always you know, trying to do, and I think that's true for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, it's just-
0: Was it a, a, an emotional thing for you to go gray or to reveal the gray that was already there? Did you feel uh, uh, self-conscious at first? What was your journey like?
3: Uh, definitely. Um, there was a lot of, do I actually want to do this? Um, and it took me a while. I'd, I'd stop dying it for a month and then there'd be an inch of gray and it'd go back to dying and then stop dying it for six months and then dye it again. Right. Um, so it was a process.
0: Right. Cause you were ta- you were taking some step backward. You were like, you second guessing maybe on, you know, d- dye it again. And then, yeah. so overall, so do, do I notice that there's some color that, the, at the ends now, is that, Natural. So the what's, gray what's is on?
3: mostly just on top, so what you're seeing at the ends is where it hasn't gone gray. Okay, um, so, so this is all, all match This right is all now. match.
0: And how long did it take you to, to get there? Oh, um,
3: well I started by cutting all of it off. So oh. <laughs> um, then I grew That's it out. That's the way so to do it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It took about two years.
0: All right, and, and Somalia, you want to undo all of this emotional and... <laughs> all this patience and emotional work? Why is it so important to you? Can you make a case for why this is not good for your friend? (laughs) Let the record show for those listening at home that Somali just winked in an ambiguous way at Raya.
2: I I can't make a good case for her to not do anything she doesn't want to do. So if she really wants to stick with the gray, sure, go for it. Um, <laughs> and if that's, if she's happy Are you sure? Because there's
0: a reason why we're here.
2: <laughs> well, again, the reason we're here is because I mean, Sure, sure. Does
0: Raya have difficulty expressing her emotions to you? Or does she say, did she, when she said it was hard for me to grow it out, it took some time for me to accept myself, and it was a lot of work and I'm glad where I am now, Is she able to say that to you? Has she said it to you before?
2: She hasn't said it to me before, but I believe it based on other life events we've gone
3: through I'm glad your default
0: was, should I even believe her?
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, no. I
3: completely believe her. Is that true, Raya, that you haven't expressed
0: those feelings to...
3: I don't think I've been that clear
0: before. No? Why not? Because it could have ended. This all could have ended a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I presume that you are not friends with Somali because she is a monster who doesn't listen to you <laughs> when you express your emotions. There's, so why, why, do, you, do you have difficulty expressing those emotions to her? And well, so, and why? Well, I think I'm
3: still growing into the gray. Like there's still a small part of me that's like, oh, but small, I could do this really cool thing with my hair. Wait a
0: minute, you wanna <laughs>
2: do this to her hair? Yes, sir.
0: Go on. <laughs> I
4: well,
0: didn't realize that she had robbed you from the opportunity to play with a doll. <laughs>
2: Well, a willing, a, a willing so. participant. And when she has dyed her own hair in the past and it's gone awry, she's come to me to fix it. So she knows I'm capable of of helping maintain and take care of her hair. Um, I do my own hair, and
0: let the record show you have really cool hair too. Thank you. It is. Many colored. It is. Well, is I, how would you describe the colors um, that you have put in your hair? Currently,
2: the box tells me that it's a deep burgundy color, right. and I've added a streak of sort of a, a shock of uh, blue. A
0: shock of blue. A shock of blue to it. Burgundy yeah. and blue. I, burgundy I, and blue. I, I, I agree with the box. That my eyes uh, confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're not a you're not a hair care professional. No sir. Not you're at all. Ju- you're 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 just an amateur. I'm very much a an hobbyist.
2: Amateur. But I, I've been. Doing it for nigh on twenty years. Now.
0: No, no. The evidence is right before me. You're good at it. Yeah, well done. So she's good at it. Yes. This going gray. This, this journey of self-discovery is not just a cover story for stay the hell away from my hair.
4: <laughs> Correct. All right.
0: Somalia, you submitted some evidence. Yes. Uh, and we have some photographic evidence that uh, that you and I are, you are going to help me describe. Let's see the first piece. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so what so what what we're seeing here in the Castro Theater in San Francisco at San Francisco Sketch Fest, is a woman running her fingers through very uh, long dark hair with gray highlights it looks at the bottom and then some weird buzz marketing. There's some uh, Twitter account (laughs) up there. But I don't know, maybe that's your, is that your business or something? No, no, okay. no, no, no,
2: I have no business. Uh, I, I pulled some sample images from a popular social media website. Okay. Um, and so this, um, you can kind of see it maybe under different light, but it's sort of a deep purple at the top, and then it sort of fades out towards the bottom. This is
0: a look that you would you would like to try, try out on, on uh, Raya for your this own amusement?
2: One, poten- <laughs> one potential color. Right. I think, honestly, she would do well with, let's say, a non-natural color. She couldn't make that really work. She has the personality and the attitude to pull off some, you know, shocking kind of color.
4: Okay. We
1: know
0: she's a bad dude with a rude dude. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Let's look at the next, uh, next piece of evidence. Okay, here's a... This I def- again, another picture of a woman running her fingers through the back of her hair. <laughs> this, this also came from a popular social media website? Correct. It seems to be a very
1: specific thing it, that it, people it's are- It's one that you
2: use if you wanna pin things on boards. Oh, okay, gotcha. And, and that sort of thing. But this particular- I got it
1: now, I had assumed LinkedIn. <laughs>
2: This particular one is is known as an oil slick. So the idea is it's sort of a black background with highlighted rainbowy colors coming through as you would see in an oil slick.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty cool. What do you think of that, Raya? I actually think that's beautiful. I think I actually told you
3: about that.
2: Yeah, she introduced me to the idea of oil slick. But a
0: lot of
3: maintenance, which I'm not into.
0: Right, okay. So you don't want that on your head?
2: No. I want to just be able to
3: comb my hair and go.
0: (laughs) All right, Uh, next one. Okay, this is a different one. Now the woman is staring <laughs> staring at me. <laughs> Hello, lady.
3: I think that's the look I give Somali after she's asked me three times in a row. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this one is, is similar to the deep burgundy I have currently. This one I think the woman probably started with a lighter colored hair, maybe a white or a gray, and achieved it. Uh, achieve this sort of purpley burgundy as opposed to myself where I started with black hair so I have more of a red burgundy.
0: I see. So, okay, and next is there more? Okay, now this is another person looking at me. <laughs> uh, another hair color that you would like to try on your living doll, Raya?
2: So, so, the, <laughs> so this one and the previous one are, are solid colors, easy to do. The, the previous, two, the first two were ones that would require a lot of upkeep and care but this one, this current sort of deep red one and the previous purpley burgundy one are ones that could be an easy, you know, color from a box and go kind of thing.
0: Okay, how many more looks do we have?
2: I, I believe that's it. Let's there see. might be some images of, of Raya previously. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay, so this is you and Raya from a previous life.
2: Y- yeah. Yes. <laughs> this was Raya's wedding, and oh. this is when she um, had very dark chestnut brown hair.
0: And, you know happy wedding. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, You you, you both look like you're having a great time and uh, do you miss that look, that dark chestnut hair?
3: I miss the look. I don't miss the work I had to put into it.
0: Right. Now that's something that you brought up, which is maintenance. Yes. I, uh, as Jesse Thorne may have mentioned, my hair is is nothing. (laughs) It is basically painted on Charlie Brown hair. It is, it is the thinnest and, and, and limpest strands of hair ever devised by evolution. Uh, my hair care regimen is a, a, a pea-sized amount of Johnson's Baby Shampoo that I then style with a wisp of a light breeze. <laughs> I am not used to the regimen that, of taking care of, of of real hair, never mind hair that has been processed and colored. You mentioned that with your hair, your natural hair, you can just comb through and go, but with the oil slick hair, it's not real oil, is it? Is that why it's hard to comb?
3: No, <laughs> it's not real oil.
0: No, but, it, but it's harder to, to get a comb through, is that what's going on?
3: No, it's just constantly, you have well, to... I don't know, that's why
0: I'm asking. <laughs> I didn't think it was oil. Raya's like, that's an oil slick hair style, but I just want to be able to put a comb through and go. And I'm like, well, maybe there's something I don't know about this. <laughs> I'm Able to admit that there's stuff that I don't know about. <laughs> Not much. Uh, but the maintenance then is more keeping the color intact rather than how keeping it affects the texture. Keeping
3: the color texture. intact, um, right. and it also damages your hair. I mean, you're putting tons of chemicals into it. Right. Um, so there's you know conditioner and and expense. And expense.
0: And Somalia, are you going to help bear the expense of uh, of Raya's <laughs> ongoing? hair color regimen if I, I would, if if I were to help you succeed in bullying her?
2: I, I I would argue based on my trips to Raya's bathroom, she already uses fancier shampoo than myself. So if she Yeah, because
0: that's actually called self care.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: allow you to sit there and shampoo shame Raya
2: Um, I, I would not help with the ongoing expense. I could help with the startup. You know,
0: you could have lied. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your, your honoring your oath and telling the truth, but you could, have, you could have made your whole case a lot more sympathetic if you had said, yes, I will help.
2: I, I could, but I would not. I am the
0: one who wants this. She doesn't. Therefore, I will donate the hair dye so that I can play with my friend's hair.
2: Right, but there's a third person who would remind me constantly if I didn't upkeep my uh, keep up my end of the bargain. Who's that? Uh, Raphael.
0: Raphael. <laughs> Obviously, Raya should be able to have her hair the way she wants. If I were to order, if I were to rule in your favor, this would be a, a, basically a gag order on Somali. She can't. She can't make comments anymore. Is that correct?
3: Yes, and uh, if she slips up, which that's fine. Everybody slips up. Just turn around and say, actually, it's really cute.
0: And if, if I were to order in Raya's favor, how would that make you feel if, you, if, if there was truly like a gag order on, on this topic?
2: Truly a gag order? I, I could probably honor it. And if I did slip up, I would say something nice. I, I have no problem giving her compliments.
0: <laughs> Mark of a true friend.
2: <laughs> Your Honor, may I add something to
3: that? Please. In our house, we have a tradition of wearing sashes, um, which Somali does not appreciate. Um, So if she slips up, I would say she also has to wear a sash for the rest of the
0: evening. (laughs) In your house, help me to understand this.
2: (laughs) May I add, her home is referred to as the Goat Manor. The what? The
0: Goat Manor. Until
3: very recently, you could look it up on social media, but they took it down.
0: I I don't understand any of it. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Let's are you, goat, G O A T. Correct. Okay. Manor. Yeah. I know I know what a manor is. <laughs> Why is it referred to as the goat manor? Does LL Cool J live there?
3: <laughs> Not currently. god. <laughs> it's um, <That's> a long <laughs> It is story. um long story short uh College roommates were obsessed with goats. At our wedding, we got blessed by Billy T. Goat in a very long speech, and our house was named Goat Manor.
0: But you don't own goats,
4: not yet.
3: Eventually, we're going to make a commune, and there will be a small herd of goats with corgis to herd them around.
0: <laughs> this is very
1: exciting. <laughs> <laughs> this is our I'm retirement I'm not gonna lie. That plan. is that is dope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where do the sashes fit in? <laughs> Are you forming a new society? <laughs> kind of. By sash, are you talking about like, like a beauty pageant sash or like a, a, like a, 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 a European prince sash? So, so
3: imagine a beauty pageant sash, but with like cephalopods or fish eyes or end of the world scenarios or something printed <laughs> on it. I,
0: I can imagine that. <laughs> um,
4: Why didn't sashes. you
0: bring this up the minute you got here? <laughs>
4: We like
2: to save the good stuff.
1: (laughs) I'm starting to feel like we wasted a lot of time on Boba.
0: (laughs) How many sashes do you own, Raya?
3: (laughs) (laughs) 20-ish? Well, we have a lot of people over, and we need sashes for everybody. To be in your house, a person has to wear a sash? Frequently. There's also robes. Robes? (laughs) For people who are uncomfortable with sashes.
0: But I can't imagine why anyone would be uncomfortable with a sash unless that's all they're allowed to wear in dress. <laughs> no, no, overclothes. No, overclothes. Somali, wh- why not wear a sash? That's dope.
2: Be- <laughs> because the sashes were made by her mother in law for her spouse when he was in high school, because he wore sashes to school.
0: And I just feel uncomfortable. Quick question. Are you, are you still, you're still married? Yes. Happily married? Yes. Uh, uh, your spouse's name is? Dieter. Dieter? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am D-
1: so excited.
0: <laughs> to, <laughs> you guys to, can come
3: over for dinner and wear sashes. That,
1: that somewhere in this great nation in the late 1990s or so, there was a heterosexual male teenager fancier than me.
2: so i refuse to wear the sashes because i feel like that is something from dieter's childhood that he should hold on to and and be comfortable with and i don't want to partake in
0: (laughs) and the robes are for people who aren't comfortable in the sashes do they also have end time scenarios on them
3: well they're big old annihilation time robies. There's there's also a
2: hat shaped like a squid, a rainbow colored squid. Sure. I'll wear the hat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's reasonable. (laughs) Other question, when when people come over to Goat Manor, do they also have to sign their life savings over to Dieter and and disconnect from their families? We're working on that. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. I forgot what this case was about. (laughs) where am I? (laughs) More importantly, where is Goat Banner?
3: It's in the Outer Sunset.
0: (laughs) I'm going to presume that the Outer Sunset is a neighborhood of the Bay Area that I'm not familiar with. John, the Outer Sunset... And not a celestial body that you have
1: imagined. (laughs) I think my fellow San Franciscans in here will back me up when I say that the Outer Sunset is a neighborhood in San Francisco known for wild and outrageous
4: characters.
0: (laughs) Okay. Anyone want to make any other revelations before I go into my chambers? Would you like to
3: know why we have the sashes? What's that? Would you like to know the story behind why we have the sashes? Very much! (laughs) Very much! So there's a large mythos that's involved with Goat Manor, but one of the myths... Of course myths there is. <laughs> ...is that my th- husband... Th-
0: thank, you, thank you for bringing this initiate into your mysteries.
2: <laughs> she, she does do that.
3: We do have ceremonies for that. I,
0: uh, <laughs> just let me give you all my money. Do you, do you, do you take Apple Pay? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, yes.
0: Jesse, <laughs> tell my family <laughs> I don't miss them at all. All right, we just for reasons of time. Does the mythos take uh, more than forty-eight hours? <laughs> not this spo- one. Okay, go on.
3: So you know how poisonous animals often have warning colors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone mention?
3: Of course, of course, I, of course, biologist. I do. Go
0: on. So I'm not <laughs> asking any more questions. I'm just <laughs> accepting the truth as it's revealed to me. So poisonous animals often have.
3: Warning colors. Warning colors. So, I thought like you, I thought you said, butterflies, I thought you bright said,
0: orange. I thought you said morning collars.
4: <laughs> 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 a lot of a lot of
0: poisonous animals are Edwardians.
1: Right.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yes. Warning colors, of okay. course.
3: Um, so my husband is a poisonous animal, but he was born without his warning colors. So his mom had to warn schoolmates somehow not to like lick him or bite him um, because they die. <laughs> So she made him sashes.
0: (laughs) Do you remember how that sentence began, my husband is a poisonous animal? Yes. Would it be foolish of me to ask for any more clarification? Yes. Yes, because nothing is clear anymore, is it?
3: (laughs) It's best not to question the mythos.
0: I agree. I think I've heard everything I need to in order to make my decision. I'm going into my chambers and... I may never come out. (laughs) Please
1: rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. There's so much that I want to know, but I feel like we have other things to do on the show eventually. And like one question will lead to a million more. Uh, So I guess I will just ask Somali, how are you feeling about your chances in this case? Um,
2: maybe (laughs) 50-50? Ha! (laughs) Maybe (laughs) 20-80?
1: Raya, how are you feeling?
3: I don't know if the sashes were for or against me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, I guess we'll have to see what Judge John Hodgman has to say about that. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom.
0: When I read the original petition to this court, I, I truly worried that we would not have very much to talk about. It was... A, I did not expect that I would end up questioning my own sense of reality. What <laughs> the record show for listeners at home, I'm very shaken up.
3: Uh, A sash will help.
0: <laughs> did you bring one? Right. You should have thought of that. I totally would have worn an end time sash. So <laughs> I'm a believer now. <laughs> I didn't know that there would be much to talk because obviously uh, uh, Raya's uh, hair looks fantastic. Uh, and my opinion doesn't matter. The opinion that matters, of course, is her own opinion. And she has uh, testified that uh, her uh, journey has been hard, but well worth it. And she uh, loves her appearance as it is. And a true friend would support her in that and not uh, try to, uh, you know, pester her into, into putting chemicals in her hair or rather be, be a test subject for Smalley's own uh, 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 Barbie Barbershop. <laughs> I didn't think we would have much to talk about at all.
4: <laughs>
0: Obviously, I, I, I rule in Raya's favor. I mean, it's just, first of all, common sense. <laughs> Second of all, it's her body. That's, that's a tenet law, but there's, there, I've now learned there is a higher law. <laughs> there is the law of Goat Manor. <laughs> Even if I felt that Somali for a moment had a point, I'm never going against Goat Manor.
2: I actually need to let you know it's, it's our lord the capybara. <laughs>
0: stop saying words both of you our Lord the capybara Mm
4: -hmm. capybaras
1: are the world's largest rodent they like to swim in swimming pools on YouTube
0: (laughs) you're saying that the capybara is above Raya and Dieter
2: the the capybara is the Lord of Goat Manor he is our Lord and Savior
1: For only with the capybara may our teeth always grow. All right,
0: I've got to get control over this again. For now, briefly, I'm in charge. Here are my orders. Sumali, lay off. It's not your place. Maybe someday Raya will want to dye her hair, and she will naturally turn to you because, obviously, you guys love each other. But Raya is her own person. Your own subcult of the bubble tea tattoo. <laughs> she is not what she owes allegiance to. She owes allegiance to herself, and obviously a mythical capybara.
4: <laughs>
0: However, I further order that a sash be made available to me as swiftly as possible.
3: Make that happen.
0: along with what tenets of your personal religion you feel s- <laughs> safe and desirous to reveal to the rest of the world, so that we may spread them among Maximum Fun listeners.
3: I love this so much. <laughs>
0: <Good>. <laughs> you are truly greatest of all time, Goat Manor. I find in Raya's favor, this is the sound of a gavel. <claps> Judge Jean Ajahn rules that is all.
1: Our thanks to Sarah McCulley for naming this case. Raya Somali, thank you for joining us on the Judge Don Hotchman podcast.
0: Thank you very much. I look forward to my sash. Whatever the copybara thinks is best for me, I will accept it.
4: Back
3: for another game. You know it. What's going on?
7: Just one more week till Max Fun Drive.
3: (laughs) Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one.
7: Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating.
5: Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app.
7: And at maximumfun.org.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh that was amazing. Yeah. But we have more amazing justice to dispense, and as well, a very special musical guest, Jesse Thorne. Tell us a little bit about who will be favoring us with the song.
1: Well, you might know him from his work with the hip hop group, The Roots. Uh, you might know him from his performance in Julie Taymor's Across the Universe. You might know him from his eight by 10 in my dad's favorite breakfast restaurant, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Please welcome to the stage, the brilliant Martin Luther McCoy.
8: might have heard some of my songs before. This, uh, this first one is inspired by the last guest we just heard from. Uh, my mom used to make me sashes <laughs> back when I was in high school She said, get over yourself in style and let's make it happen Thinkin is over to Who asked you to pretend if you run? Right? Say. Dream big. Get out the box. Get it how you live. I'll make it quick. She wants to know I, I don't call her back. I'm chasing my music dream. Now, I miss her too, but that don't change the fact. I'm chasing a music dream. She wants me to be the best that I can. I want to be seen for all that I am. But sometimes it's hard. To live up to demand is wrong for me to lead her on when my flesh gets weak. The truth keeps us strong, but nobody wants to be in second place. Chasing a music dream, I sure hate that I put that look on her face. From chasing a music dream, when she only wants what's best for my life. To be my friend, my lover, my wife, but building a home is a great sacrifice. And is that going to take up too much of my time? Well, I got to be all the man that I am. Feeling like no one can quite understand. You see, I've given my love, now I don't give a
4: damn.
8: Chasing a music dream, but being with her makes my spirit shine bright. And she is a gift I should cherish for life. And turning my back on her would not be wise. So I'll grab my guitar and get lost in my world. But where is this place to which I've cast my pearl? Help me rescue the love of a boy and his girl. Chasing a music, a fool and his music. I'm chasing a music dream. Thank you, and good night.
0: <clears throat> Martin Luther
1: McCoy. You can find Martin Luther McCoy online at martinluthermccoy.bandcamp.com.
0: Hello, I'm your Judge John Hodgman. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by you, our members, of course. Thank you so much for your support of this podcast and all of your favorite podcasts at MaximumFun.org, and they are all your favorites. If you want to join the many member supporters of this podcast and this network, boy, oh boy, that would be fantastic. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Join. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad, and I got one for my mother-in-law, and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want, and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. Bailiff Jesse Thorne, that was some justice that we meted out, but there's still some injustice left that we're going to have to meet out swiftly now. And to do it, I believe we have a friend of the court with us here this evening.
1: Absolutely. She's a San Franciscan and half of the team behind the Maximum Fun Podcast Minority Corner. San Francisco, please put your hands together for Ineke Fitzclark.
0: Let the record show for those listening at home that Aneké danced across the stage and is extremely and beautifully pregnant. And I, yeah, this whole thing is our
1: attempt to recreate the viral magic of that time that uh, Amy Poehler rapped on Saturday
0: Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Thank, Thank you for being here, especially since you are going to have a child soon.
9: Oh no, I'm I'm happy to be here. Can I take this out? Yeah, please. Yeah. I'm Allie wong in it. (laughs) So, Anika, you are the co-host
0: of Minority Corner on MaximumFun.org. Yes. And and tell us all what your podcast is all about.
9: Well, we are black, queer, and ladylike.
0: Fantastic.
9: Like Blue's Clues. Who listens? Anybody listens? Okay. Smattering. Y'all need more black friends, so listen to us. That's what we're here for. And you talk about what? Politics, pop culture, butts, you know.
0: The big three. Three three great (laughs) topics.
9: And do you have any mythos that I need to know about
0: before we go on? Because I'm tired of being taken by surprise.
9: I almost wore my sash. Well, okay. (laughs) You know, I do like an oil slick hairdo. Um, And I preference butts.
0: All right. Uh, Well, I hope you will lend some expertise as we hear these uh, cases. We're going to put a timer, 15 minutes on the clock to hear three cases in quick succession in a segment we call Swift Justice. Cool. And Jesse Thorne, when you're ready, call the first litigants. The clock is ready. Please welcome Alicia and Mason. (laughs) So Alicia, you bring this case against Mason and your relationship to Mason is what?
6: He is my partner and cohabitant.
0: Ah, very good.
9: Mm, specific.
0: I don't care if people get married anymore, by the way. <laughs> I've, I've given up. I've not given up. I've grown with the times. <laughs> Do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> have, have, fu- have fun splitting the bills. Now, what is your dispute with Mason?
6: So, last September, I wanted to put a box of his stuff that's been sitting out in our public space into storage yes he resisted i see now we physically he held
0: on to (laughs) it he chained himself to it
6: it was kind of like a ball and chain scenario where he dragged Mm -hmm. it around the house with him
0: all right what was in the box
6: um it was fitness equipment sashes
0: (laughs) sashes fezzes regalia and a squid hat i don't want to hear about weird hats anymore (laughs) Fitness equipment. Mm-hmm. John, if you didn't want to hear about weird hats, why did you come to San Francisco? <laughs> Good point. And uh, Mason resisted. And then what?
6: Then we talked like functioning adults.
0: Great. And then something obviously broke in your relationship, because here you are. <laughs> it's It's teetering.
6: Uh, Well, like a lot of people in this city, we are struggling with storage space, Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know if everyone has been into the same uh, Netflix shows that I have been, but... (laughs) Look,
0: you're talking about tidying up with Marie Kondo. I think it's pretty clear that we were talking about Marie Kondo on the Judge Sean Hodgman podcast 35 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And I do not understand why I have not been invited on that show to fold some clothes <laughs> and spark some joy, but it's fine, good for her. <laughs> Obviously, this box of janky fitness equipment no longer <laughs> sparks joy for you, Alicia, and Mason wants to keep it around and, and uh, display it in the, uh, in the living room.
6: Well, when we talked, he chose to bring up the fact that I bring in most of the stuff.
0: But you bring him most of the fitness equipment.
10: Most of the things that uh, take up extra space in the apartment oh, okay. other than storage space.
0: So, you're, so you countered by saying, well, you also have a lot of junk.
4: Exactly. <laughs> Why
0: it, are you talking about my junk? Mm-hmm. Let it, me deflect with a completely fallacious logical argument <laughs> by pointing out that there might be some things that you need to tidy up as well.
10: It was a little spiteful, I admit. All
4: right. <laughs> well admitted. John,
10: my Latin's a little
1: rusty, but I, I believe it's the fallacy of I'm the rubber, you're the glue. <laughs>
0: And so where does this, where does this dispute stand now?
6: So I would like you to order him to join me in my seasonal clear outs and evaluations Mm -hmm. of our general stuff, which he does not do. And I do very
10: regularly.
0: I see. Is that true, Mason?
10: Uh, I would also say that I don't buy a lot of things. I don't bring a lot of things into the apartment and you,
0: this fitness equipment, are you using it or not?
10: I'm not, and I... Okay, very I, good. <laughs> no, that's,
0: there's more. There's more, please, I beg of you. <laughs> In that case? Do you have any, any questions for the, for the litigants or any observations that you would
9: like to make? Um, do you have $10 per month to spare? Sure. Planet Fitness is... <laughs> is excellent. And then you know you can always just pay the money, and that's kind of like.
10: So I have in conversation as she was t- as she was saying, a gr- I I didn't say no to putting the box away. It just kind of sparked a larger conversation about something that has bothered me, and that's kind of a countersuit, which wow. is that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> which, if you All would right, permit, I'll, I will I will allow you to move these goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I. It I, I feel conflicted about it a tiny bit. I admit it's not an enormous amount, but a tiny bit because Alicia both loves thrifting and is really good at it. She is, like, it's incredible. She will go a whole day, and no matter how many hours she's been going, she will spot that amazing little thing. Right. She goes thrifting every couple of weeks, generally, I would say on average. She does not come home with at least two bags of things. And I... And I... Uh, I would say that her request that I join her in the seasonal cleaning kind of highlights my frustrations a little bit because by seasonal cleanings means every one and a half months, which means that things are building up, and so. Wait, 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 wait!
0: If you're cleaning out every one and a half months, wouldn't mm -hmm. things not be building up? That would seem like that would seem like if you're going thrifting Mm -hmm. every week and coming home with two bags of stuff, but then you're cleaning out every every six weeks. That's a pretty good churn. Of 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 influx to outflux, right? <laughs> but you also the record
10: show that Alicia is nodding <laughs> with a proud look on her face. The frustrating piece is that we have very limited surface space to do anything, any, very limited counter space table spot space, and that space is taken up. she goes so she clears out two weeks later she's thrifting now there's four weeks of things sitting around taking up space which gives it's the ambiguity that gives me anxiety that i have to be shuffling around that just that feeling of anxiety of you know it's not totally a, an open space for me to use
0: is your place a a, a rat nest of junk
10: <laughs> no i i don't want to make it sound like it's a catastrophe it's more like um it's we have a very we've we both really love our apartment and we've designed it in a way that i think we both really like it's just that if things start building up in the corner and for me, it starts feeling a little oppressive when the piles I build up.
0: I think, I think what I realize now is that mm-hmm. you guys are candidates for a new project that I'm working on. It's, uh, it's called the, the day-to-day sorcery of spiffing it up. <laughs> it's my idea. I come over to your house... <laughs> And I put on my sash <laughs> and I speak a secret language to your house and then I and I, I offer it gratitude, and then I touch everything you own <laughs> and then I go home and leave it leave it up to you
4: <laughs>
0: Alicia and, and, and Eke, do you any, anything you want to uh, uh, investigate further here. I don't want to
9: I just feel like the box of junk kind of where where did that go? I we know, right? We started. We started, <laughs> this we started really, on something this is
0: a very this, these are weird journeys we're going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
9: What's the tangent? I mean, is it the box of junk or is it deeper?
0: What I think we have to evaluate here is is exactly that question, right? Yes. Because I kind of feel like what I'm getting is this dude's got a box of, of dumbbells that he doesn't ever yeah, work a out with. Medicine ball what and, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a speed bag yes. maybe. Yeah.
9: Body jiggler. <laughs> like this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a 19th century John Harvey yeah. Kellogg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Harvey Kellogg, a relation of mine. Also those uh, does he have those squeezies? Those, those like things the, you use to strengthen your wrists? Like the NASCAR crew things that yeah. make your hands what, what is the equipment that you have? Like, uh, it's Quick dumb- inventory. Shake if you don't shake. remember it, you don't want it.
10: They are dumbbells and a... Uh, a shake weight. Prod- <laughs> well, is buzz marketing allowed? I don't remember if that's... Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I don't care about anything anymore. And just go.
10: And a TRX. Tiaras? A TRX. Oh, a TRS. Is that, isn't
9: that just a DVD?
0: There's something weird about those microphones. Every time someone says anything into them, I think they're talking about strange hats now. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be this box of junk. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. that's the issue here. And I just I, my, guess, my feeling is that Mason is throwing up all this other emotional Stuff as a
10: smokescreen.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean.
9: Protecting those dumbbells. It was was the
10: source. It was the source of the resistance. And once once we started talking, I became more comfortable with the idea of getting rid of the box. But the larger issue was uh, my my frustration with the rest of it. Well, how do
0: you feel, Alicia? Do do you is there any credence to Mason's argument? Do you feel like you could do maybe some more churn?
6: I could. Okay. (laughs) Um. But I, that, that shows
0: a certain amount of, of self-knowledge and reflection that Mason is obviously <laughs> incapable of. <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't turn it on him and accuse him of something else. What do you bring home from the thrift store?: What um, kind of stuff? What's your thing?
6: I What are your collections? Enjoy home decor. Sure. Okay So I like uh, little
9: ceramics that can hold things. I like
0: Someone out there is groaning. Yeah.
9: <laughs> I, I'm getting a real tchotchke vibe going on with... Yeah. Are they you know cho- what I love
6: Lots of tchotchkes.
9: Is
0: there a period uh, or a style of, uh, of tchotchke that you're interested in?
6: I like things that speak to me. <laughs> oh.
0: Are you gonna tell me that you're hearing voices? Are
4: <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> that these little ceramic capybaras are giving you orders? Everything she brings home is fantastic. Beautiful silver platters, uh, some really nice, uh, the, the little pots, what do you call them? I'm, I'm terrible, I can't. Shot glasses? No, <laughs> no, that you would like bake a lava cake in. Uh, like a French lava onion soup bowl? Lava
9: cake? That's specific. No,
10: well it's the, it's the size and shape, ramekin. ramekin, Ramekins. Thank you. She, she brought home four. Whoa, ra-
0: whoa, 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 whoa,
8: whoa, whoa, whoa.
10: Alicia, are you
0: bringing home ramekins? Is this what, that's not
10: Ramekins for I mean I, I believe though. I
0: believe you know that I believe in anything that electrifies you with happiness <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: John who who among us is not electrified
10: with happiness by dipping sauces <laughs> She brings home ramekins that she found that she got for $10. That new costs like $70, But you know, $80. like ra-
0: ramekins are, are junk. Ramekins... <laughs> ramekins are what happens when bowls shed. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not something, a decorative I item agree. you
9: put I on mean, a thing. Unless you put like an air plant in there or something right. <laughs> What's going on in this house. I
1: guess your ranch dressing's running all over your plate.
9: <laughs> well, I'm not
0: saying you don't need ramekins in your life I'm just saying that look, everyone likes what they like but I have never seen a carefully curated collection of ramekins that made me feel like that is a good use of shelf space I could be wrong we'll find out when Hulu and I come over to change your life but for now I'm going to say this That box of fitness junk is going on the street unless you find a place to put it that is not in a shared public space. Right away. And then you guys are gonna do a thorough uh, man ha treatment. (laughs) And you're gonna throw everything into the middle of your apartment and you're gonna touch it and it's like, am I electrified with happiness? Yes, no. you're going to give me $10,000. This is the sound of a gavel. Thank you, Alicia and Mason. Please welcome Christina and Tyler. Christina and Tyler, who comes before me seeking justice today? Which one of you is initiating this case? I am. Christina, what is the nature of your dispute?
11: Okay, so we have a dog named Boone, and... um, Boone looks like kind of a Muppet mix, Mm -hmm. um, but she's uh, actually a particular- (laughs) Which Muppets? (laughs) Animal. Animal
0: mixed with whom? Zoot? (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
11: Um, But she's actually a particular breed with kind of a long name. What Um, is the
0: name of the breed?
11: Wire-haired pointing Griffon.
0: Oh, (laughs) gasps.
11: That's appropriate.
0: Wire haired, pointy, gryffindor capybara, <laughs> champion the third.
9: Bandersnatch. Okay. And what's the, so you oh have, frab
0: just day, Kalu Calais. <laughs> I understand that there are a lot of people I'm I am a, a cat person because I like being despised. I understand that dog people naturally always want to get on stage and say, I have this dog, and here, here is its name, but there is a dispute here of some kind?
11: Yes, Your Honor. Um, so, when we take her out, people often ask us what kind of dog she is, because she, um, there's some
9: evidence to see, but she's kind of...
0: We're going to take a look at that in a moment, Don't- <laughs> <Aww>. oh.
9: <laughs> She's very cute. She um, has human eyes. And-
11: <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs>
0: What is her name again? Boone. Boone. Let the record show that Jesse Thorne is now waving at the picture. I love it. <laughs> can, we, can we bring down the side lights for a minute so we don't, we don't get the wash in the picture
9: so we can really see her? This is her.
0: Very adorable.
7: This is her as a
0: puppy.
9: Deep, penetrating human eyes. This is her as a puppy? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Let the record show that Bailiff Jesse Thorne is now nuzzling the screen. <laughs> Do you have another photograph? This is her as a puppy. Now let's see her.
7: Yeah, there um, should be one more of her. All right, let's take a look.
0: Oh. And there she is in her yarn, Boonville Yard. I noticed that uh, you've allowed her to become naturally gray. <laughs> <laughs> keeps Somalia away from her. Or, I try to douse her in purple oil slick or whatever. <laughs> okay, so I can see why Boone attracts so much attention and people say, hey, that's an amazing looking dog. What kind of dog is it? And, and, what, and what do you say? Wire hair, super dupe, whatever it is?
11: <laughs> well, the dispute is that I always make the effort to say the full breed name. Say it again. Wire haired, pointing, griffon. Yeah, great. <laughs> And because? Because
0: that's what, that's what she is.
11: Because that's what she is. Right. And um, because uh, I think that people are genuinely interested and they might want to get one. And if I were to say to my friend, like, um, what kind of car is that? I like your car. What kind of car is that? And they were like, it's a sedan. That wouldn't be <laughs> very helpful. So,
0: I take I, it that Tyler would prefer not to say the full breed right, name. Right, yes because he doesn't want to seem like some weird snob.
11: I'm, I'm not sure what his poor reasoning is, but <laughs> he tends to say she's a pointer or a griff, which is not obviously a sufficient amount of information.
0: He never says that she's a sedan, does he?
7: No, your honor, all right. What is your point of view, Tyler? So I find that when people ask that question, I think maybe eight times out of 10, it's often just kind of small talk. Yeah, and I find that if I use the, the full, lengthy, kind of pretentious breed name, it, it not only invites a lot of follow-up, but almost requires it. <laughs> because I mean <laughs> So it, another name for the breed is Corthal's Griffon, which is like even more. What? Yeah. So, Corthals. Yeah, it's it's the spell the, it. K- well, oh, you have so to spell John. it. Make you're not making this up. K O R. Everyone's gaslighting me
0: tonight. <laughs> spell it. Well, uh, don't I th- think about it. Spell it, or else you're making it up.
7: Well, I think you're Corthals. How dare you! <laughs> y- your reaction kind of proves my point, which is like it's. <laughs> It's a, it's a very unique and kind of bizarre name, and you
0: have not spelled it for no, me,
7: Tyler. It's K O R T H A L S.
0: And that K? Talk to these people. I don't even know.
9: That K was a twist. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a proud dog owner of Zelda, um,
1: she's so smug about her dog. That- <laughs> Yeah, Zelda, maybe you've heard of her.
9: She's, you know, Instagram famous, not really, no. Um, she is a weird breed. She's a pit Rottweiler, but she's really cute. Um, I never say her breed because being an Oakland person, it makes me extremely Oakland, so I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I usually just say she's, you know, she's fun when someone <laughs> asks. So, <laughs> What's my question? Um, do you take her to dog parks often?
11: Yes. Um, yes. We're also in Oakland, so we take oh. her out a lot, and we sometimes take her to grift togethers.
9: Oakland was a good... Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said Oakland, because I don't know how many people would tolerate that. <laughs> what part of Oakland are Yeah, you I kind of feel Piedmont? like... Are you in East Oakland? Well, I kind of feel like this
0: is a tale of two Oaklands. I
9: know. But
7: <laughs> well, we also live in Oakland where we have a grift together. <laughs> yeah, th- this is also kind of my point like we we live in a place where it feels even more pretentious than I think it would in other places. So I
11: We did get made fun of that one time.
7: Yeah. <laughs> what say that, say that again? Yeah.
11: Well, what, so one time I told someone at a dog park when she was the puppy picture age that she was a wire-haired, pointing griffon, and then he said Also that,
0: known as a Corthal's Mines of Moria, <laughs> Up John, go on.
11: And this guy like said that we were fancy, but like not in a nice way, like, you know?
9: Yeah, in an Oakland way.
0: I hate to break it to you.
11: <laughs> well, she's like a discount. You are dino, nice,
0: though. but you are fancy. <laughs> you are fancy pantsy. Is that why you don't want to say the name of the breed, Tyler? You're I, out here. You're out here going like, well, I don't think people really are interested <laughs> because. And I'm like, well, he is a man. He does know what other people are thinking all the time. <laughs> or maybe there's an internal reason you don't want to say
7: it yeah that's at least half of it
0: yeah for sure yeah yeah because you're 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 gentrifying Ooh. i'm not saying this to be accusatory i live in Slope, brooklyn i'm part of the problem John,
1: I'm born and raised in the mission, if you need somebody to be accusatory about it.
0: You feel a little self-conscious. Yes? yes. No, yes. yes. Okay, right. Here's the thing. You have a fancy-pantsy dog, which is adorable. She's wonderful. And you have chosen to have a pure breed, and you need to own that. Own your truth. If you're hiding what the breed is because you don't want to say the whole thing, you know, if you just want to save some time, or it's a mouthful, I agree. But you should own your truth. And if your truth is you have this beautiful, wonderful, naturally gray-haired dog <laughs> that has this long breed name, then just look people in the eye and say, this is my... what is it again?
7: Well, the thing is
5: and Honor, if they
0: and, and let them decide right. if they want to ask you follow up questions and if they do it's probably cuz they're curious well, and I, and it will spark conversation and people
7: say you know these guys are these guys are nice fancy pantses cuz you are well, well to flesh out the record a little bit i don't i don't just say she's a dog and walk away like <laughs> I know. I'll say I'll say oh she's a Griff, or I'll say she's a she's a pointer. Yeah. Well, here's
0: here's here's what here's what you don't. This I this is where I'm. Don't just say she's a Griff. No one knows what that is. No one knows what that is. That's not like saying this car is a sedan. That's like I'm trying to think like (laughs) I'm trying to think of some obscure sailing term. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's like. It's like, what, what kind of, what, oh, that's a very interesting boat. What, what kind of that? Oh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a 12 and a half haven. You know what I'm talking about, right? No, just say, you know, Joel White, the son of E.B. White, decided not to become a writer, but again, become a boat builder. And he, he designed wooden boats, basically rescued the wooden boat industry from obscurity, and in part by modeling a new boat based on the old Heroshoff design, of which there are only 307 made. (laughs) Classic 12 and a half foot sailing boat. they call it the Haven. And the beauty of it is it's a teaching boat and anyone can learn to sail it. And really, more people should. Would you like to ride in my boat? (laughs) And and so you guys are fancy.
1: This is how we got our reputation as salt of the earth. (laughs)
0: I'm just saying, I'm fancy. I know I'm fancy, right? And, but, the, but when you use a term like griff, you're essentially using a code that is exclusive. When you just simply say, this is my dog, it's a fancy dog, I chose to have a pure breed for reasons of my own, rather than have a rescue dog, even though they're, they, they need help. I'm not pigs. here to shame you. I'm just saying, we make choices, and sometimes the choices are going to make the mob angry. But we only have one go round, and Boone is your dog, and she's beautiful, and she happens to be the breed that I'm never going to know what it is. And 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 you just own it, and just say, this is what it is. This is the way we are, and let people know you. You know, don't don't hide it. Don't hide it, because that's more insulting, I think. And so I, fi- I, I, I find in uh, Christina's favor, I find in Boone's favor, Tyler, you're nice. Um, I, I, you know, uh, make, a, make, a, make a donation to an animal shelter. Uh, and have a great time with your dog. Thank you, Christina Thank you. and Tyler. Let's welcome Anne Marie and Patrick. Anyone, anyone, I mean, the beauty of the, of the 12 and a half Harrishoff in the Haven is anyone can sail, anyone can sail, and it's beautiful. It should be, should be open to more. It should be open to more people. Do you want to come yeah, on my yeah, boat? Sure. I don't own, I don't own one of these boats. Are you kidding me? That's I mean, really we we'll,
9: we can find one. Yeah, no. <laughs> the marina.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, who's here now? <laughs> what new surprises are here for me? Well, who who brings this case before this court?
5: I do. And you are Anne Marie? I am Anne Marie. Yes. And I'm bringing my husband. Yes. And I knew that he was the one when, during our second date, he took me to a karaoke bar, which is amazing. So, tip. Um, But since then, our favorite pastimes have always been just belting out songs. So, I have to read this. Uh, when we first started no, dating. No, put, put or the, when the notes away. You've got to you gotta be, you gotta be in the moment When here. we first started you living together. You think I have together. notes? Yes. I- do you think <laughs>
0: do you think I look at them? No. I get distracted. <laughs> okay, karaoke. Yes.
5: So when we first started living together, we were living in our tiny little apartment in the Tenderloin, and we would sit on our, our bed, and we would... YouTube karaoke songs, and then until now, we also we sing in our car with our two-year-old son, trying to get your. Oh, I'm a terrible singer. My side. (laughs) Oh, anyways. (laughs) She's
0: she's she's appealing to your maternal instincts, I think.
9: Hasn't kicked in.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What is the? What is your? So I I love the portrait of your, of of your courtship. (laughs) your deepening relationship your relationship with
9: song very sweet
0: you have a child now i feel yes. like i'm i feel like this is this is the i'm 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 watching the pre-credit scene to up here <laughs>
4: i'm
5: getting
0: biggest, a whole picture yes so where well, I does love it go wrong him,
5: but every time that we're singing a song we belt out we go all out we're dancing and at the pivotal pivotal moment and we mainly listen to 90s songs so I don't know if it's current songs. Here 90s comes. songs let's, we let's, have, okay. yeah.
0: every time we're singing a song yes, we're singing yep. a
5: song Just, we get to a key change yep. and it's like the best part of a song and my husband goes, key change <laughs> Like why?
0: You know what? I apologize to you. That was masterful. Um, yeah. You set a stage. I think you, you might have actually. Engaged in the that. art of storytelling misdirection?
4: <laughs>
0: you're, the gra- you're, the, you're the greatest uh, storyteller in the United States today.
1: Yeah, I'm like 75% sure you just won a Moth Story Slam.
4: <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> and that's the dispute? You don't want him to say those words
5: anymore? <laughs> He's basically ruined songs for me, but yes. Yes.
0: Specific songs or Spe- songs as uh, a topic?
5: Many songs. I can name them. Okay. Any Whitney Houston song. Right. They all have key change. There's uh, Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi. You get to the point and, like, key yeah. change. Yeah. You- Can't do it.
0: Sorry, I... Uh, I don't know that song. Um,
4: <laughs>
9: well, you're, gonna have to,
0: you know, you're gonna have to sing it for me.
9: Living on a prayer.
0: Now, wait a minute, do the, get to the point where he does oh. the thing. Yeah, you're halfway there.
9: I yes. know. <laughs> just,
8: just
0: bombs going off. Yeah. John, I know a couple white people things, too, my friend. (laughs) Let the record show that the roof of the Castro Theater just blew (laughs) off into space. (laughs) And it was on fire. (laughs) Uh, Can you do the key change from Living on a Prayer by John Bon You're the one from New Jersey.
8: What? I'm sorry? Can
0: Can you do... do Can no, one of I you can't. sing the key change portion of the song, no, yes no, or that, no? That's, that's why I say key change, because I can't actually sing it. <laughs> oh, living on a prayer. Oh,
9: living on a prayer.
4: Living
9: on a prayer. That was beautiful. That,
0: that's actually, technically that's. What you did was not a key change. No, no. <laughs> maybe maybe I, that's that falsetto. Do you think you can stop yourself from saying these words to make uh, your wife happy? I, I mean, may, maybe make a mental note. I don't know if that'll be bring as much joy in my life. Why do you like saying it so much? <laughs> it brings me joy. I don't know why. No, you're supposed to say it electrifies me with happiness. <laughs> Cut it out. Fifty percent of the time, I find in Emory's favor. All right. Thank you, Anne Marie and Patrick. And of course,
1: our thanks to Enneke Fitzclark from Thank Minority you. Corner for helping bring some Thank swift you. justice to the Castro Theater. And Junior Fitzclark
0: for their contributions. Thanks to all the litigants who joined us on stage at the Castro Theater as part of San Francisco Sketchfest. Make sure you check out the Judge John Hodgman page on MaximumFun.org where we have posted the Goat Manor mythos that Raya provided for us directly from her secret society of a home. Thanks to all of our friends at San Francisco Sketchfest and the Castro Theater for making this possible. The show was recorded by Matthew Barnhart, and our producer is Jennifer Marmer. This is the sound of me saying this is the sound of a gabble." That is all.
7: MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture.
0: Artist
11: owned. Audience supported.